It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. We're always the city's most exclusive hotspot. The only true five-star experience with incredibly beautiful women from around the world. We're the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentlemen's club. This Saturday, join the world-famous Rhino Girls from 10 a.m. to noon at the Boynton Beach Smoke Inn. Saturday the 25th, it's the Rhino UFC 129 party with $100 absolute bottles. October 27th, witness a $6,500 bartender challenge. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail. We're the Spearman Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. What are you doing? 
What are you doing? Come on. You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe. Faceless politicians, the so-called protectors of the moral majority, decide what is right and what is wrong. I mean, come on. I govern my life around my own personal code of ethics, and I suggest that you do the same. Adam K., the brewmeister. Ah, no. <laughs> no bacon on sandwich. And the lovely Lady M. Let me ask you something. How hard is your job? How intelligent do you have to be to take a food order? Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Honest Abe, with my crew, Adam K., the brewmeister, Ahoy, hoy. and the lovely lady Emma. Good morning. What's going on? Don't forget, we have another co-host here. Little Kingston, man. Oh, Little Kingston. <laughs> you know, I don't know who's gone. Yes, Lady M has a new dog, a new love of her life. Little Kingston, who's right now chewing at her papers yeah, on the desk. But he's so good. Chocolate Lab, very Chocolate nice. Lab. We'll How's the training going at home? Good. He's yeah. been really good. Yeah. Yep. Any accidents in the house? Uh, a couple. Yeah. But we're learning. Very good. He's learning. He's a beautiful dog. Thanks. Well, we hope you all had a good uh, haunting of the uh, Halloweens last night. Uh, obviously, we had a little fun. I'm still wearing eye makeup. Yes. It's I a was, good look for you. Yes, we're going to be posting a picture of my costume on Facebook and Twitter shortly. But basically, uh, it was about an hour and a half in the shower to get most of the makeup off. Easy. My shower was like a scene from Saw 5. I bet. You oh, were just completely... It was red everywhere. Everywhere. And it's still kind of all over you. <laughs> like your, There's your little hands are a little... I, I have five layers of exfoliation from yesterday. I remember it's like a, and your makeup's still on your face. It looks like you have beautiful I eyeliner. Did, I didn't know where the makeup remover was last <laughs> night at 4 in the morning. Baby so. oil will work. I've heard baby oil. I've heard Vaseline. I, I don't know. Yeah, anything with that oily substance will and get Adam it off. And Adam Key, what lovely costume were you in last night? I was an angry and upset COO. <laughs> Is that upset. what you were? <laughs> mm-hmm. How original. Yeah. I was laughing because he actually thinks he's COO. <laughs> well, I kept going. Yeah, I what did, makes you or, think you're that kept, important? I, I went that or simply I'm an executive, angry business guy. Yeah. All of the above. I kept giving people the Adam, same, you're not answer. that important. And Lady M, you were a very sexy pussy. Yeah. I was a... Listen, my father's here. <laughs> Hi-oh! That's I know. I was a very. I was wrong. a very creative cat. We yes. had a wonderful woman here doing face painting and everything, and 
It was a good time. Did you go trick-or-treating afterwards? I did not. No. No, I think I got home at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yes. It's about when I got home. Three hours later, I finished cleaning up. Yeah. I tell you what, the most daunting experience of the whole thing was the fake nails. Mm-hmm. I had like demon nails put on at a nail salon. I, I, I couldn't function for two days. I mean, they going, were pretty long. No, they really weren't that long comparatively to women's nails. No, they were long. No, they weren't. I'm that telling long. you, they were long. You don't have long nails. You don't know what it's like to have long nails. Those were long. I need, a, I need a female. Is Gwen in the room? Gwen. Anybody that saw his nails last night were they long? They weren't long for female nails. That's about standard female nail size. Baloney. That's fine. There's a picture of Facebook. All right. Put, did you put it on Facebook yet, John? Yeah, let us know on Facebook if you think they're actually long for female nails. But I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't open packages. I couldn't barely use my iPhone. It's a pretty, it was a pretty rough experience. I don't know why. Would you go back to it? Hey, there she is. Here's, here's a woman who knows about long nails. Were my <laughs> nails yesterday considered long for women? Thank you. All right, fine. But you know, you. You, know you know what Abe did say? You know what Abe did say? Abe be wrong he, all the time. He liked the black. Abe liked the black so much that he says he's going to paint his nails black regularly. It was a goth joke. You were dead that, serious it about it. Yeah, you just joke. don't want to say it in you front of everybody this now. This is just her buffer to, to, to get oh, everybody okay. off the subject of her being wrong about my nails being too long. Okay. How okay. quickly okay. we go there. Okay. All right. All right. Here at Kiss Match Radio, we like to give away free stuff all the time. And as always... Great sponsor of the show. Products made guaranteed for life. One of their fine friends at Zycar giving away to our Kiss My Ash radio listeners today, lovely Lady M. This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound, you are going to take home a 7mm punch. This is going to be a beautiful black punch, little key ring. Also, a Zycar ELX lighter comes with another punch. You're kind of getting two punch deal here. And then also, I'm going to throw in a... Um, Five-pack travel humidor case as well. So nice. over $100 in value of Zycar prizes, guaranteed for life. Just give us a call when you hear that sound at 877-960-9916. If you follow us at Kiss My Ash Radio on Facebook and Twitter, every Friday we post a social media word. When you hear that word, be the 10th caller. And Adam, what will the lucky listener be getting? Well, since uh, our guest Pete is here today, we're going to give away a five-pack of Tatuaje 7th Reserva. Oh, great cigar. Oh, absolutely. I love that size, too. Great, yeah, Stellar. great size, great cigar. It's a fantastic, one of the many fine products made by our guest today, Mr. Pete Johnson. Well, there you go. Actually, and there's uh, one of our segments up ahead today. Our good friend, back on the air. It's been a while. We'll be having Pete Johnson for our Meet Your Makers segment. Find out what's going on in the new world of Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. Also, debuted two weeks ago and backed by popular demand, are you smarter than a stripper? Courtesy of Spearmint Rhino Cigars. We'll have an actual stripper here and see if uh, one of our audience members an can help. An actual out- stripper. Oh, as opposed to a fake stripper? <laughs> I don't know. I just love how you throw that like an well, actual stripper. Well, there were probably stripper. some fake strippers last night. <laughs> Especially last night. There's fake strippers. There's half of you are wannabe strippers. So uh, this is an actual stripper. Good strippers. Stripper. There's bad strippers. Yeah, there's hot strippers. This is an actual stripper <laughs> who will be challenged mentally with one of our uh, members of the audience to see who is smarter than a stripper. Courtesy Experiment Rhino, West Palm Beach. And also we got a new segment, Best Joke Knockout. Yes, Best Joke Knockout, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Submit your best jokes via Facebook and tag KMA and Recluse Cigars to be eligible. 
We'll pick the top three to read over the air. And Has to make it not dirty. Well, FCC dirty. people. No, it could be FCC. Dirty. We, the dirtier, the better. We'll have to edit no. accordingly, but we'll yeah. read the top three over the air, and uh, we'll take everyone's vote in the studio and see who will be the lucky winner. Oh, so back again is Dr. Bones, uh, dynamic du- doctor duo, going to give us advice on how to survive Ebola. Yes. Yes. I, I actually heard my daughter, my, my four-year-old daughter running around the house today says, I got Ebola. I got. I, who told you oh that? My did you say, no, no, don't say that. I, don't say that. Where did you get that from? And it was her aunt. Oh goodness. Who's walking around here somewhere? Who actually told her, mentioned something oh, that Gwen. she had Ebola. Yes. Said something about Ebola. So now my four-year-old's running around telling everyone that she has Ebola with no clue what she's talking about. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> not adorable. No, it's not good. And of course, uh, round three. This is round three, Fantasy for Mommy. We're going to see who's progressing the brackets on their way to win their $100 gift card. So stay tuned uh, more right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no, it's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited Production, unlimited enjoyment. The lovely lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. Four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. Rick Ardito, 724 Cigars. Kiss my ash radio. I love kiss my ass. Jesus Christ. I swear to God, I can't do it. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? 
Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting live. Main Cigar Lounge in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. If you're anywhere near us, stop by, join us at the Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar. We have bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys going on from now until 2 p.m. Come get a drink, enjoy the show, plus we're giving away a free cigar to the first 25 people who walk through the door to enjoy the show. That being said, it's round three of Fantasy Fumare. Let's get an update. Here we go. In the West, beginning in the West here, we have Burning Stogies versus Blazing Cajuns. And Burning Stogies took the lead with their team of Alec Bradley, Sun Grown Toro, Casa Fernandez, Miami, Reserva Busto, and Davidoff. Special R's pretty much doubled the score over Blazing Cajuns and advanced in round three. And to the West in the lower bracket, we have Money Making Maduros. Man, this is one heavy-duty bracket, man. These guys... Whoa, numbers, look yeah. at those stick sales. Yeah, money-making Maduros versus M&M. And it was close. You know, you separated by about 20 cigars and a bracket over about 300 sticks sold. Fuente 898, Padron Londres, and Tatiana Dulce Rum. Actually, this team advances. Money-making Maduros will uh, tackle burning stogies in round three. And in the east, up in the top segment, we have the New York Smoker. Versus the underdog Rockets, and underdog Rockets dominating the field this week with his team of Macanudo Portofinos, Underground Grand Toros, and Monte Cristo Classic Churchills. And in the lower bracket to the east, we have Cigar Sexy, who really had the poorest showing of the week. Sorry, Cigar Sexy, she's actually in the lounge this week. With uh, her team of Asylum Ogre, Ortega Natural, and Perdomo Lot 23, got demolished by the Colorado Blazers. With his team of Hemingway Classics, Padilla Cava, and Amadeus Sidewinder, with 90% of his sales coming from one skew. Nice. Wow, solid. Yeah, you got blown out. So, yes, uh, Colorado Blazers will tackle underdog Rockets in the East. And by next, in two weeks, we'll have the finals set up 
for the winner of a $100 gift card, and that is Fantasy Fumari for a week. So, being said, narcissism. Mm-hmm. You know what, Emily, do you know what narcissist means? Like a big ego? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Close. It's pretty, pretty good. good. You? Uh, well, I have my test results. <laughs> would you like to wager who tested more of a narcissist? I would say you did. You think I tested the highest? Yeah. Out of everybody here? Yeah, for sure. And if I didn't, and you did? I don't believe that I did, well, or I would. Are you saying, are you saying the test I don't wise? know. I really don't know. I, I Sure, let's just find out. We took a narcissist test, and John, where did you get this test from? Um, I just found it on Google. So we, we're posting the PDF. You can take it yourself if you're yeah. listening. Yeah, if you want to it's take it. It's on our it. Facebook page. Just check it out. But we took this test, and basically they said above a score of 30, you should be concerned that you're a narcissist. <laughs> which, you know, but I, I, I like some of the, the answers that was questioned here. Adam, you, you chose that I could read people like a book. How come you can never tell when I'm completely livid with you? I, it's very easy. Or you can tell you just don't care. Is that what it is? There's no good response <laughs> when that Adam happens. doesn't care. Shocked, I tell you. Doesn't. I I really like Lady M's. I don't particularly like to show off my body. Now, see. That. That's not true. Are you buying that? What do you mean? (laughs) Hello. You were all over the camera in the catsuit on the floor. You took about 30 pictures (laughs) last night. How often do you just walk by my office and just admire your own butt? All the time. <laughs> I mean, so, All the time. Yeah, you want to claim you That's tested low? I don't really think you've answered these really honestly. Yeah. I'm a I, dirty, I, dirty I, girl. Lady M, I try not to be a show-off. Half true. Maybe. You guys are so ridiculous. You so love being the center of attention. No, I don't. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Well, Adam, she also believes that sometimes she tells good stories. I do. I have really good stories. You know, good stories is when other people are laughing, too. <laughs> <laughs> what else did I highlight that's not well, true? Yeah, I got some more of Adam K's here. I, I, Let's I look read some of yours. Hold on. Let's read some you, of yours. I answered mine dead honest. Here's mine. You could, you could look in, and you could poke fun of anything you want on mine. Mm-hmm. Okay? Adam K. I like to do things for other people. You you wrote that what? one too. Yeah, that when? you. That is not true at all. I don't like to do things for hey, other people. Hey, Adam, Adam, I had to choose yeah, the what, best what possible answer. What do you like to do for other people? You hate everybody. I know. So who is it you're trying to do things for? People that I may try and like. Yeah, I don't think that. This is funny. Answer. Abe says everybody likes to hear my stories. I think. I, I think. I really does. like to be the center of attention. I'm honest. I do. I'm sitting here in front of a crowd. I can usually talk show. my way out of anything. Pretty much. That's funny. We all highlighted. When people compliment me, I sometimes get embarrassed. We I all have that highlighted. Do. I sometimes do. All right. Well, for the scores, <laughs> interesting enough. Yeah, I want to hear this one. Huh? I want to hear this one. Here, here's this. Here we go. Oh, I never tallied up Emily's scores. <laughs> Sorry. We'll have to come back with the scores later. <laughs> I didn't tally up Emily's scores. I don't know why. I tallied Adam's and mine's. Yeah. Okay. Epic fail. This segment was like from four weeks ago. No one told me we were doing it again today. Thanks, producer John. Well, I didn't Way do, to do it. your job. That's not my fault. Well, yeah, all right. It's my fault. It's fine. Anyways. Uh, Take the blame. Walk I, away. So I did score. I did score 26, which was you know four short from where I need to be concerned. Are you saying higher? Oh. Yes, I did score 26, mm-hmm. which is about four short for being concerned. Adam, you only scored 17. Yep. 
So do you think you're going to be above or below Adam? I say I, I scored like a 22. But I, I'm questionable about your honesty on some of your questions, though. Yep. Dude, I don't think you really were being honest. 100%. That's fine. You don't have to believe what you, you know. don't want to believe. But I know that I highlighted things that I felt were true. I think in retrospect, you should, like, reanalyze some of those. All right. I, I think, think you, you like to show off your body. I, when, when I read that, I'm thinking of girls walking around in mini skirts and, and, and tank tops up to here. You automatically, That's not you what autom- I... You automatically went to the sluttiness of things. No, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, But that's like, just not necessarily what it meant. It just says that you're proud of your body and you like to show it off. Times All right, fine. He highlighted that. <laughs> yeah, we have to reevaluate that score. But we'll get the score right after this. And uh, a segment I'm looking forward to. Uh, we're going to have a Meet Your Maker with Pete Johnson on the next break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Cubanacan Cigars, for the discerning aficionado. Produced under the watchful eye of Don Omar Gonzalez Aleman in the Cubanacan factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each with original and unique tastes. Cubanacan, Soneros, Maderos. And this winter, watch for the launch of the wildly anticipated HR with Orochi Robaina, grandson of the late great Don Alejandro Robaina. Learn more at CubanacanCigars.com. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa Cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. This is Edgar Hoy with Edgar Hoy Cigars and One Shot, One Kill. You better listen to Kiss My Ash Radio, or I will hunt you down. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. It's that time of year again. Oktoberfest 2014, almost here. And to celebrate, Quesada Cigars is set to release their seasonal Oktoberfest cigar. Made entirely of rich, flavorful Dominican tobaccos, the Quesada Oktoberfest is the only cigar on the market blended specifically to pair with a delicious beer. So grab a cold one and a Quesada Oktoberfest while you can, because this exclusive cigar is available now, but for a limited time only. Quesada Oktoberfest. The perfect cigar to pair with beer. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Really? Katy Perry? Oh, who is this one? Is this Katy Perry? Taylor Swift. Whatever. They're all the same. Katie Swift, Katy Perry, Riley Ray Cyrus. It's all the same person. They all sound the same to me. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio, broadcasting live from the main cigar bar at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Lounge in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Here with my king, Adam Kay, and the lovely lady... Um, Taylor Swift it is. Taylor Swift. Yes. Interesting. All right. Every week we like to invite a very special guest to be part of what I consider my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, in from Los Angeles. Founder and owner of Havana Cellars, Pete Johnson. Pete, welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you, Abe. Good to have you here. It's hard to hear you. You can't hear it? He'll turn it up. There you go. There you go. Good Good to have you back, Pete. So listen, you came in from L.A., you got a lot going on. We had an interesting time yesterday. You obviously liked my costume. I loved it. <laughs> we My post- favorite part was when you saw the old people in the restaurant yesterday, and you said, I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, all, yeah for all listeners, I, we went to lunch last yesterday afternoon, Pete and Hernandez Brothers and myself, and I was a full-blown devil. I mean, horns, nails, everything. So everybody in the restaurant kept taking pictures and wanted to look at me. So on the way out, Pete goes, hey, the, the old couple over there, they're waving at you. They want to say goodbye to Satan. So without hesitation, without even thinking about it, I just looked right at him and said, see you real soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the whole restaurant, like, busted out laughing. <laughs> Are you serious? She scored a 10. So even if I did change two or three, four questions, I still would have only All got, right, like, so a you're 13. not narcissistic. Thank you. Proud of yourself. All right, Pete. That's Tell impossible. Him. What was that? That's impossible. Uh, what do you yeah. mean? <laughs> you all crazy. Even if Pete says it, you know. I think you love yourself true. very deeply. I do, but it doesn't mean I'm a narcissist. <laughs> so, Pete, yeah. sporting the new look. I mean, you, your look probably changes more than anybody in the industry. Ponytail, hair back, you know. But 
I'm a big fan. Loving the handlebar Thank mustache. You. It's for my dad. Yeah. It's not just for Movember. My my dad's had one of the same mustaches for 45 years. Wow. So. I love the bumper sticker. Yeah. That you made. I love that thing, man. It's great. So. Um, What's the bumper sticker? It's a picture of his dad. Oh. Yeah, it's a, a mock-up of the old Shepherd Ferry, Andre the Giant. So it says Pete Johnson Sr. has a posse. Cool. Yeah, it's actually a real cool bumper sticker. We're making lighters after it, the Jeeps. Oh, with that image? Oh, that's solid. That's great. So you got a lot going on. I know one of your projects, and we talked a little bit about yesterday, is your new little, like, uh, I forget what you call it. It was a great name for it, old school name. The little store you're putting together up north for your mom and dad. Oh, I'm, I'm calling it like a general store. General store. I love that name. It's an old, you know, it's like from the Wild West, you know, the general store. It's great. The building's an old bank. Um, used to be a hotel at one time from 1870. A hotel? Yeah. So this is not a small building. Well, it used to be four stories, and somewhere like in the 40s, I think they chopped two stories off the building. They, I, <laughs> I don't know I've, why. I, I've seen floors added to buildings. I've never seen floors taken off of buildings. No, yeah, they, it, it's a two-story building now with a, a big basement, so we're, we're doing like a whole thing uh, for, the, for the parents to run. Uh, and it's going to be run by actually Mom and Dad Johnson. I think that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and they, they come around the trade show now with me, but they go and look for uh, different things to put in the, in the store. And they were looking at happy socks. You ever heard of these things? Happy, happy socks? cigars? No, happy socks. socks. Ha- no, what's happy socks? Yeah. Like the little toes? Th- 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 no. It's out of Miami, too, isn't it? They're just crazy, you know, funky colored socks. Oh, that's all. Yeah. And uh, they're obsessed with them. But my socks. brother and I were telling them they have to write us a P.O. before we allow anything to be purchased <laughs> for the store. So what you're saying there's going to be no happy socks in the general store? No happy socks. Listen, I don't know, we'll see. They've been antique people for years, though. What's that? They, they've been doing antiques for oh. a long time. Yeah, my dad uh, has been working in the same co-op in Maine for 20-plus years. So, yeah, they've been doing it forever. Wow. So when when is the store expected to open? Hopefully by summer. By this coming summer. Yeah, I mean, we, we gutted the building, except for the, the safe we left in there. So it's you They know, got a it's, vault. The old vault is still How there. big is the vault? I don't know, maybe six by eight or something That's like that. That's a nice sized vault. Yeah. Is that going to be like called like the vault? Are you going to have like... No, I'm going to I'm gonna leave wine in it. I'm going to leave it open because I'm afraid that someone's going to get locked in it. <laughs> yeah, Although, exactly. it has a ventilator. Really? Yeah, you you know the combination to the vault? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Have you tested it? Uh, no, because I'm afraid I'll lock it. <laughs> Just don't close it. No, but there's cages. There's there's two rows of cages. Oh, so wow. when you walk in, you open up the cage, it automatically closes on you. No. But luckily, we left the keys in the door. Wow. But one guy, one of the construction guys got locked in one day. <laughs> Didn't know that there was a key in the door. Oh, this goodness. really sounds like a Marv- Marvin Samuel tragedy waiting to happen. I can see Marvin getting locked in this vault overnight, like on a weekend or something. <laughs> I already see this coming. Don't, do not let Marvin anywhere yeah. near the vault. There's a lot of work. I'm going to spend a lot of money. You know, he got locked in in a New York deli one night. I've heard this Yeah, story. Marvin's got a tragedy story for everything. Marvin's got a classic story. It's probably better than yours. I've heard a lot of your stories, but Marvin's got Share. awesome stories. Share this. No, just. Oh, in general, in general. Marvin can write a book yeah. that's titled Things You Never Could Believe Happen. 
happens to me. <laughs> you have no idea. I swear to God, this happened to no. me. It was impossible, Abe. I'm telling you, it was impossible. The best, one of the best stories is we're having a card game over my house. So it was Marvin, Eric Espinosa, a few other guys, guys from the shop. Uh, Brandy was away, so it was like, you know, bachelor pad for the weekend. And we're going to grill up some burgers and stuff. So Marvin's out there working my grill, <laughs> and Eric goes to his son, you know, Eric Jr., hey, go help Marvin out. And I literally <laughs> say to Eric, I said, Eric, you think it's smart to send your son near Marvin anywhere near a grill? He's oh, my son knows what he's doing. Don't worry about it. Okay. Not 30 seconds go by, and all we hear is Eric Jr. yelling, don't hit that bu- Boom! <laughs> Huge boom. Their, their hairs were singed. Marvin had a gas turned up all the way. Oh, yeah. Huge fireball. So, yeah, Marvin, he's dangerous to be around. <laughs> but back to Pete Johnson. So, obviously, this time of year, Monster Series event. You look forward to this time of year, or do you agonize over this time of year? I agonize. Every it day. is a little, you know, crazy. I, I can't complain. I mean, the, the brand itself does really well during this time of the year. Everybody loves the product, but then there's the nightmare of dealing with the constant complaining about how it was distributed, and that's why we just stuck to a plan every year. And that's it. This is it, and that's my point. You figure seven years into this, because you know I'm a member of SNS, your yeah. social media, your social group, and um, you know I, I think I made a post on one of the threads. Everybody was complaining, and I mean you figure it's seven years into this, they kind of just understand this is the way it is. You know, you go to the craps table, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't win. Yeah. You know, and just accept it. But there's always going to be complaints. There's always going to be whiners. But, um, you know, it's something everybody looks forward to every year. And next year you're going to make the hide to go with the Jekyll. So. Yeah, uh, the, the boxes are supposed to meet in the middle. We, we printed all the boxes for next year already. Um, obviously the numbers are going to be different on the right. back of the box. So you never know if it's going to line up perfectly, but it should. Interesting. So, you know, personally, tell us what it was like growing up Pete Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested because you're telling me about your parents. They got this antique store. You know, I mean, you got into music. You had your own band for a while. Yeah. Now, now you grew up where? I grew up in Gardner, Maine. Okay, so Maine, you're in a rural Yeah, state. I mean, okay, so Gardner, I left Gardner, well, we, we got to Gardner when I was eight years old, so it was in second grade, seven, eight years old. Yeah, so you grew up in a very r- rural area, yeah. and your parents were doing antiques. 6,000 people in our hometown. I, I just figured Maine is rural. I mean, that's, that's 6,000 small. That is pretty small. Yeah. It's, it's next to the capital, Augusta. It's only about seven miles from there. It's, you know, where our state capital, which is, you know, a lot bigger than Gardner, but Gardner's tiny. It used to be, it's a historic downtown to it, the whole thing. Uh, luckily, my building's on the outside of the historic district, so I don't have to get all the permits. For the, Smart. Yeah. Smart. So, did your parents have an antique shop when you were no, growing up? No, they've never had one. Really? Yeah, they, they have, they've had their business uh, for, I don't know, 40 years. Uh, their antique business for about 40 years. They just years. store it in their garage and sell it online? or how, I mean, there was no, no online 40 years ago. They would do auctions or they would put their stuff in someone else's shop. Or what they call a cooperative, where yeah, yeah. a bunch of antique dealers would get together in one store. But I told my dad and my mom, I said, I'm just going to make you your own store. It's about time. They're 70 years cool. old. They're yeah. retired. They, they need to do something. Are they themselves. excited? <clears throat> yeah, a little, a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think my dad could run for mayor after this. <laughs> really? He's going to be popular now, huh? Well, yeah. I, I, we're going to make, you know, the 
the stickers and the and the, the lighters and my dad's all over the place in downtown Gardner. Just it's a great image because it looks like a Wild West photo, you know, something from the <laughs> Wild Wild West. So it's very cool. Yeah. Um, that's funny. So at what point did you get into rock and roll? Decide it's time to move it to LA, you know? And you know. I left uh, Gardner in 1989 uh, to do music. I was 18 still, about to turn 19, and. Uh, I kind of never looked back. I've been in Los Angeles for, what, 25 years. Did you get your first tattoo in L.A. or before you went to L.A.? In L.A. What was the first tattoo you got? Uh, Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian? Oh, really? (laughs) That was the first one. That was the first tattoo. What possessed you to get it? I just wanted a tattoo. Um, Like, guys like Nikki Six were, like, a big influence for me when I was young, you know, growing up. I'm sad to see that Motley Crue's, you know, yeah. Going away. Um, so, yeah, that was a, like a cool thing for me. Tattoos were like my thing. And uh, the second I had the chance to get one, the, the day I could afford one. I was like, <laughs> How much was your first tattoo? Do you remember? Uh, I think it might have been 150 bucks. Well, it's not still not cheap for way back then. I can tell you I didn't pay for it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's always a good deal. Uh, actually, a fan paid for it. A fan? <laughs> A fan. Okay, we're going to get more about your music, your rock and roll, and the fan right after this. More with Pete Johnson. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports best of the best honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. This is Ariel from La Serena Cigars, and Adam, you can kiss my ash. 
Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blend cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, Please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Las Vegas, L.A., West Palm Beach. We're always the city's most exclusive hotspot. The only true five-star experience with incredibly beautiful women from around the world. We're the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentlemen's club. This Saturday, join the world-famous Rhino Girls from 10 a.m. to noon at the Boynton Beach Smoke Inn. Saturday the 25th, it's the Rhino UFC 129 party with $100 absolute bottles. October 27th, witness a $6,500 bartender challenge. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail. We're the Spearman Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting live from the world-famous... Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, with a room full of people enjoying bottomless mimosas and bloody marys this morning. Special guest in the studio, live from L.A., Pete Johnson from Havana Cellar Cigars. Pete, once again, welcome to Smy Ash Radio again. Good to have you back. Thanks, Dave. You were talking about a fan before the break paid for your tattoo. No, I, uh, we had, you know, for the lack of better words, back in our band days, we had groupies. And, but we were, we were nobody. We were a very small band on the Sunset Strip, and we had the few people that liked the band, and they were willing to help us out when we didn't have any money. So they bought us groceries, they took wow. us to lunch. Wow. They bought us tattoos. The important things in life. And you were a guitar player. Bass guitar. Bass guitar. You but still I play jam? Guitar, I play guitar now, too. You still jam? I have now a total of ten guitars, four basses and oh, six wow. guitars. So you really are still playing. Speaking of playing... I got back into it because I did a project with uh, Duesenberg Guitars and Johnny Depp. And I got obsessed with playing guitar and owning guitars, so I decided to buy a bunch of Duesenbergs. Very cool. Yeah. Now, I heard something last night which I didn't know about. And you and I kind of talk regularly on and off via text and whatnot. I just heard this last night. You took a year off last year? No, 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 no. I took about... Uh, trust me, a year would be awesome. But a year would be awesome to take off. I took about thirty-five days. But it's not what you took off that I, I was. It's what you did in that time off. I, in January, late January last year, my ten-year anniversary, I decided to do something for myself, and I became a roadie for the Jonas Brothers. So you were a roadie for the Jonas Brothers. This is what you did for about a month. About a month, yeah. What I, does I a roadie to, do? Well, 
I was part of the, they, they call them crew members, or I think there's another technical term, stage hand or stage managers. I, I consider myself a roadie because I was a, a, a do-all guy. I yeah. was a gopher. Mm-hmm. I carried people's luggage, you know, loaded the plane up with shit, you know. With the Jonas there. Brothers. Was there, like, a lot of, like, teenage, oh, yeah, boppity Well, girls? I found out, you know Casper, Sean. Sure. It works with me. Yes. He used to be one of their tour managers years ago. And he got offered to go back on tour, and he said, I'm in the cigar business, I'm very happy. And I looked at him, I said, see if they're willing to take both of us for free. Like, they don't have to pay anything, I'll cover your salary for Atelier still, but I kind of want to go on a real tour. This is hilarious. So, I love that it was the Jonas Brothers. So yeah, it was the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and everything about you screams... Anti Jonas Brothers. <laughs> you, you know why I did it? It was one to to go on an experience, a life yeah. experience, like bucket listing. Mm-hmm. I went to South America and I toured South America, like with screaming fans around these kids and like living this experience of becoming, you know, part of something different. Yeah, yeah. And I never went on a real tour with my band. We actually went on. We would get in a van and go from L.A. to Phoenix. That's about as far as we got. <laughs> and uh, it was like that wild experience. I mean, you know, they chartered a plane. We flew from different country. Uh, we almost got kicked out of Brazil. I played wow. paintball in uh, Santiago, Chile. I played soccer in Brazil. Um, we did everything. That's was, pretty cool. It was a blast. And What's the best story you could tell us from that experience? Uh, or your most memorable story? You know, there's so many of them. There's so many of them that the, it's... The coolest part about being out there with the kids is that they're really good dudes. Uh, I can't call them kids anymore because they're all over 21. Right. And they all smoke cigars, and they oh all, wow they all smoke my cigars. Even better. Yeah. So they thought it was cool. This is before Jay Z brought a cigar person on tour with him. Who did he bring? He brought I don't know who he brought out. Oh, tour Cohiba with or Commodore they, or it whatever. It was like a big press release that really he's got his own cigar guy. Yeah. The Jonas Brothers had their own cigar guy first because they thought it was cool I was on tour with them. And yeah. they're like, why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> what does he want? And I'm like, people would ask me, the security guards like, what are you doing here? I go, I'm on vacation. And like later on during the tour, they'd be like, so really, what are you doing here? I go, I told you I'm on vacation. They're like, you were serious? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of fun, but it, I, I don't know. Uh, I had to jump off the tour a little bit to go to, I went to Madrid to see the Classico. Real Madrid, Barcelona sure. play. So I had to jump from like Santiago, Chile to go all the way to Madrid and come back to Belo Horizonte, Brazil. Um, and I had to go to New Hampshire to do an event for Rick Gadway. So I was jumping in and out of the tour a little bit. But the best part were the plane rides. I mean... Did you fly private? Yeah, it was a chartered flight. They chartered the uh, Taka uh, plane. Yeah. We didn't realize until about a week into the tour that all the booze on the plane was theirs. Oh, it's bought. It's bought when they, they chartered the plane. Because every night we'd go back to the hotel and we're like, man, we need to find some place to go get it. alcohol. And I'm like, you know you bought that booze on the plane. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you started unloading the booze on so the plane. We, sure. We, would la- we landed in Peru to refuel. We emptied the, the booze cart and they had to refill it. Sure. And then we got to the next destination and we emptied it out. Smart. Now, I just got to ask, and if you just joined us, we're talking with Pete Johnson from Havana Cellars. Um, did you really do roadie work? Were you, like, carrying speakers around and stuff? I, 
somewhere, I think it was in Chile, the head road manager, uh, Matt Petrov, told me, he goes, uh, there's a kid that they called uh, Magic Mike. Was he a stripper? Oh, they called him George Michael. I called him Magic Mike. Okay. <laughs> um, he, he had to leave the tour early to go do something with Def Leppard. And, yeah, so he's leaving early. You're going to have to shadow him for a few weeks and then take over his job. And I looked at him and I said, get the hell out of here. I can't, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to, like, learn how to run wires on the stage and plug in all the things. And then there was one night, they're like, sound check. And they're like, yeah, Nick's mic isn't working. I go, yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, but I, I carried a lot of luggage. Wow. That's, I was a, I was told you I was a gopher. That's cool though. Just to that have would be the, cool. that experience is unbelievable. I was, I was running around uh, Monterey, Mexico, which is not the safest place, and I didn't really think about it. I'm like, I'm in Monterey, Mexico. Who cares? A lot of people make that mistake. And, yeah. Uh, and then they don't come back. Some people make that mistake once. Well, so I go out and I go, hey, uh, someone, someone wants to get a bottle of booze for someone as a gift. So I go to a store, I find a bottle of nice whiskey at a nice store. And I see a lot of military police around. And as we're going to the concert that night, one of the security guys says, oh yeah, that bridge, I was down here with uh, Christine Aguilera and that, or Pink, or one of those stars. And, oh, that's where they had two people hanging off of it. Oh. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh. oh. I go, so this is a bad neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel. Hotel. We got a caller who wants to ask you a question. We got a call on the line. Uh, Master Sensei, are you there? Hello. Hello. Eric. Yes. How's we it have going, Eric Abraham? Gutterman of the Cigar Dojo. Master Sensei himself, <laughs> Eric. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, thanks for having me on. I got a. I've been listening to the show. It's super interesting. I had no idea that Pete was the roadie for the uh, Jonas Brothers. That blew me away. <laughs> New press release. Uh, how was your hello? How was your Halloween? Ah, oh, it was good. Spent it with the kids, you know, uh, relaxing, doing a little trick-or-treating and whatnot. Very nice. So you got a question for Pete? I do. You know, we're, we're, we're doing a big uh, sort of report on, uh, on cigar pairings, and uh, I'm really into that. And it's interesting that, you know, Pete is uh, into the wine thing, so I was curious how that came about, and uh, does he plan to do more of that? Uh, and I want to hear about his wine project. Okay, so the wine. Um, I started working in retail in 1993, and the store was next door to a French restaurant. So when I was done work, I would go to the French restaurant and sit at the bar, and the guys behind the bar would teach me about French wine. So that's where the love of French wine came. Wow. Fast forward to now, I've been blending wine for, I'm on my fifth vintage uh, they just harvested the, the 2014 crop, wow. which is supposed to be a great year. I, You know, honestly, I like cigars with wine. Not It's not for everybody. Some people say, you know, the acidic levels between both of them might counteract and or conflict, you know. Yeah. And you might not you might have, not have a good experience. That's why people do rums or, or bourbons because of the sweetness off of them. I just like the way wine taste with cigars. Now, the wine that you're working on, is this for, just for personal consumption, or do you plan selling it? No, yeah, I I don't know what I'm doing with it. <laughs> I have no idea. I, it's, uh, is there enough of it to sell? 
It's a pet project right now. I make such small amounts. I'm doing 600 bottles a year. So it's not chump change. Yeah. Can you consume 600 it's, bottles a year? No. <laughs> I can't even consume 300 bottles a year. Lady maybe, M could probably do half maybe, that. Maybe five years ago. I, I could, love but red not wine. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, give away. I, uh, I just love the way it tastes. And honestly, I, I tell people this all the time. When I, when I do something like what I do with the Garcias or with my clothing company, I pick the, the fabrics or with the cigars or the wine. I pick sure. the materials. I make the patterns, and I have someone else manufacture it for me. So, like, I'm a designer. I'm a glorified designer, but I know what I'm looking for as far as what I want. The fact that everybody else likes it after that is a blessing. But it's really, everything's built for me. Speaking of everybody else likes it, um, you know, being in this industry 18, 20 years myself, there's certain people who have just their own distinct model of how their business developed how their business is run and, and you're one of those people in my opinion what is it in your opinion that has led to you that was the key factor or the key you know standard thing that across all the years that has led to the success that you've you know grown to have uh consistency making sure that uh i mean the marketing thing people actually think i went to school for it they probably think you went to school for it i know also. I didn't. I didn't go to college. I uh, I went to the school of hard knocks on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Um, I just love cigars, and uh, I, I love. I have a passion for everything I do. And when you when you make sure you can convey that passion, and you have a great manufacturer producing the, the product that you want, I think that comes off strong. And I think that's really the Garcias are a big part of my success. Um, because if it, I didn't have their talent to build it for me every day, I, I don't know if I could do what I did. Sure. And it's been a thriving relationship for the both of you. Very symbiotic. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, great. Well, listen, more with Pete Johnson. You're not in a rush. We're going to have more with Pete Johnson right after this, hour two, up ahead of Kiss My Ash Radio. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. It's no secret, there's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. In their Miami factory, Casa Fernandez makes the finest limited quantity cigars with Class 7 Cuban Master Rollers. Made in the USA in the Cuban tradition. The chocolate bar, the Casa Fernandez Reserva Maduro Corona Extra 5x46 was a big hit at the 2013 IPCPR. The Miami-made Reserva Maduro was blended by our world-renowned Arsenio Ramos, proudly made in the U.S. with the world's best rollers and Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaves of tobacco. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. 
Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VilligerCigars.com. This is Iron Mike, Mike Ditcher, and I love Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. This is a Law Aurora issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican cigar factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Gang, Adam K, and the lovely Lady M. Yes. How's Kingston doing? Kingston is he enjoying is the chilling. show? He's sleeping right underneath you. He's just don't move your chair. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like fart and power blast him. <laughs> he can hear you. He's like curling up. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, in the studio, special guest for our Meet Your Maker segment, Pete Johnson, in from all Asian Ancestors. Pete, thanks once again for joining us here on Kiss My Ash Radio, and all our loyal listeners and fans here. So we talked a little bit about wine and your wine projects, yeah. and um, you had a cigar-related project that you did for a few years, the La Verite. La Verite. And we haven't seen it in the last few years. What happened with that project? Well, eight and nine I did successfully, and uh, in 2010, I had blended the, the, the tobacco for the cigar, passed out a few samples to some friends of mine, 
and everybody was loving it, but there was something about it I couldn't pull the trigger on, so I just never put it out. Um, and eventually, by the time I thought about doing it, the tobacco was already gone for other projects. So, being the 10-year anniversary was 2013, I requested Jaime and Pepin to start setting aside tobacco that's still actually in Pilon um, for a 2013 version. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but uh, if I don't like it, I won't put it out. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think it's been another thing to your success. I really can't. I really can't think of many manufacturers that would say, "All right, we don't have the right tobacco for this project this year. We're just not going to do it." You know, and, and I think that's that's a line that a lot of people will cross. It's a uh, a passion thing for me. The, the La Verite project is all about the truth of what goes into it, and uh, I can't feel good about putting out something that is not representative of the name. So hopefully when I get to start blending that tobacco, it comes out the way I want it. And then we'll see it out sometime in late 2015. So that's when you expect the new Verity release? Yeah, most likely. Maybe 16, but hopefully late six, late 15. Very cool. So, you know, you're talking about your Monster Series cigars. You, know, you had Little Monsters one year. Yeah. This last year you had Pudgy Monsters. What, what's next? you have another one lined up for those small series yet, or...? No, luckily I made a lot of pudgy monsters, so they would carry over until next year. Got it. Same with the black label jars. I wanted to have a lot. The only problem to... that I have when I do stuff like that is you feel you feel that you got to constantly think of the next thing. Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't. You, you, you get scared. You run out of. You know, what's the next one? You constantly know? on that gerbil wheel. Yeah, I was thinking to myself earlier, and I it was probably about a month ago. I was, I was thinking, you got pudgy, you got little monsters, pudgy monsters. What's next? I was thinking skinny monster. I mean, I'm going through my own head. What Actually, should possibly do next? That might be really good because I did the Lancero. I'm saying skinny. So maybe I mean, we should do skinny monsters. I spend time thinking about that stuff. What's the next one he could do? Skinny monsters was one of the we, ones. We, oh, hey, you're here. I was going to say we could call it gastric bypass monsters. <laughs> there you go. All right, let me ask you a question. If it, what's one possession, non-essential possession, you feel that you can't live without? One possession? Non-essential. Food, water, clothing, house. Now, what's one, what, what's, what's a, you know, is it one of your guitars? What, what's one of your possessions that you just can't live without? Wine. No. I, I'm a guy that wants for nothing. I mean, like, I just, I don't need things. I've never been that guy that's like, I have to have that. Yeah. You I don't mean, have one of your guitars? I, I, get, I, get, pos- I get obsessed I mean, with if your house was on fire, would there be one thing that you'd run in to try to save? I think that if my partner was in the house with me, I'd make sure that uh, that uh, she came out with me. I think if my dog was in the house, I mean, that my dog. dog. I'm, okay. a, I'm a material item. Is there anything that you think that you? I mean, I'm not saying it's a towering inferno. I'm saying it's like, all right, shit, looks like it's on fire. I think I can get in and out all right, but I'm gonna go run in there and grab that thing. Um. <laughs> No, if I had a piece of jewelry that I wear every day that I left on my dresser, maybe I would want that to come with me because it's been with me for so right. long. But you don't have something like that, or but, do you? No, I wear the piece of jewelry that I do wear now, I leave on even when I sleep, when I shower, the whole thing. So it's on me all the time. Any special sentimental value? Um, this is actually given to me from my father. It was There was a pair that actually the other one went to Yanni Garcia. Oh. And it's, a, it's an old Cuban silver coin 
that he made into necklace charms for the two of us. So that might be worth running into. I'd, I'd want to make sure. You that especially get the other half if it was still on Yanni. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, okay, my watch, my one watch that I own, well, actually I have two, but the one watch that I've had forever, I've had this since the day I started my company. Really? So. What kind of watch is it? It's a Panerai. It's one of those things, like, I don't know if you noticed that old picture I posted on Instagram a few weeks ago or a week ago. It was from the 2006 trade show, which was my, at that time, my fourth trade show. Wow. And I remember that trade show very well because I was wearing a suit jacket, a black suit jacket, over a T-shirt and jeans. And I had just taken off the suit jacket, and you were right behind me at the booth. (laughs) Like, he was, like, my first guy in the booth that day. He was already a client of mine, but it was, like... Right on top of me. I'm still the same dude. I've been wearing the same belt buckle, the same wallet chain, the same watch, the same bracelet, same T-shirts and jeans for the last 11 years. I mean, you run a pretty frugal, tight company. I mean, you were talking to me the other day about how you don't like waste and you got no, mad at one of your guys just for... You know, he paid a bill late, and there was a little charge on it. And I had to pay interest, and it's something I didn't need to pay. You know what? That's the way my father was. My father couldn't stand paying anybody interest that he didn't have to. Uh-huh. didn't waste it. The thought of, he still will come down here. I won't take him grocery shopping with me, because he'll yell at me because I'm buying the wrong paper towels. You know I mean? Now i got a family. It's a little bit different, but I was single. I'm like, a roll of towels lasts me three months. You know, what do you want me to save a dime on it? You know, like... It used to drive me crazy. No, I, I'm very picky when it comes to, like, my brand of toilet paper, my brand of paper towels. Never skimp on toilet paper, hey. paper towels, oh, trash bags, and condoms. Change. No, no. Dairy and uh, Abe's, uh, Abe has it down. What? Two things you cannot buy cheap. Toilet paper. You cannot buy generic. Toilet paper and dairy products. Yeah, no. You can't get cheap cheese. That you cry. I mean... Just can't. Government cheese? Can't. Oh, I don't even know what it is. The kind that kind of like moves along your plate while it's still sitting there, you know? No. Cheese and toilet paper. Everything else you can, you can get by on some kind of No, yeah, you have to have... I mean, if, if you use paper generic, towels, too. You just use 20 more sheets instead of the two yeah, sheets. Yeah, I hate doing that. You know, the one bounty or the 10 sheets I like the generic. one bounty that absorbs everything. Yeah, I'm one of those guys that like has a pair of jeans for a long time, and if it's got a hole in it, that I don't think looks appropriate, I'll fix it myself. You'll just put another hole in it and call no, it style? No, no, no. Like, put a patch over it? I'll put a patch over it or... <laughs> you know I own big. a sewing machine, right? No, I don't. I actually... I know how to use a sewing machine. You're going to tell me you crochet next, too. What's that? Do you crochet? No, I don't crochet. I don't know how to, actually. Brandy crochets. Yeah. Makes, but I, so you but know I, how to work a sewing machine. I know how to work my sewing machine. But you I, learn, where did you learn how to use a sewing machine? You know, it's a funny story. What prompted in, in, you in learning? Home ec, in yeah, home I took ec. home ec in fifth grade. But my grandmother used to sew. So I picked up a lot of... My mother's mom she used to sew, so I picked up a lot from there. And when I was in high school, I, was, I started making my own clothes for stage. So... I was it's one cool. of those dudes that is like that likes to do things with wow. my hands. But yeah, it was that's why I have my own clothing company now. Tell us a little bit about your clothing company. It's uh it's called Hassel or Hassel, which is my middle name. H A S S E L L. Wow, that's yeah. kind of odd. Yeah. Did you know this? Yeah. I didn't know this. And uh the it's very similar it, to Lady M's real last name. The theme of it's um, it's Maine meets the city, so the woods meets the city, so it's called Los Angeles Lumberjack. 
So a lot of raw denim, denims, uh, flannel shirts. Um, we plan on doing a lumber chick line. Oh, really? Yeah. And then uh, little lumberjacks. Little. I just realized that the little clothing, lumberjacks. The clothing business for kids is where you're going to make them. Oh yeah, billion dollars. They pay through the roof for that shit. Pair stuff. Excuse me. How many times? How many times have you had to change your kids' outfits? And how many times do you get to hand me down to the next kid? You, you just ruined your hand me down thing because you now you had a boy. It well, you know, <laughs> yeah, the hand me down thing's done. It doesn't even work that often. Very few things. You know, mothers want their daughters to have the new stuff, the new look. They don't want to look at it. You know, I, I've learned something having children. Okay. <laughs> Mothers don't dress the little girls for the little girls. They dress them for, for themselves. themselves. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. She wants to see her in the new outfit. She wants to see her in the new clothes. It's funny. And they grow like weeds. Yanni Garcia has three boys. But she has one, actually two nieces, but uh, one, one of her uh, nieces, she will buy her like these little outfits from... You know these expensive clothing stores because she wants to see this little girl in a, a cute in little clothes, outfit. Yeah. It's more because she wants to see it. But her boys, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know how we're how it's brand- like next in line. You know, you get his clothes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how it's gonna be with our boy because you know we've had the three girls, but I think my wife sees the boy as special because it's her only boy. Yeah. I mean, like none of my girls <laughs> got their own room. I mean, Petra got a few things, and we made a room for Petra. But the other two slept in the same room. This guy had to have his own room, had to have his brand-new stuff, had to have the new stroller. I mean, she got him a new crib. We just had a baby two years ago. It's a white (laughs) crib. She said, well, white's not a boy's color. I'm like, sure it is. You put blue sheets in it. It's a boy's crib. Yeah. (laughs) We had to go out and buy him a new crib. A brown crib. (laughs) Yeah. So So what did you do with the old crib? You don't argue with it. I don't know. You, don't, you just don't argue with a pregnant woman. I've learned that after six years. You just, okay, go get the brown crib. It's, it's good. That white, unmasculine crib will go to you somewhere. That's awesome. But, yeah, it's just it's her special boy. So it's going to be interesting. And, you know, I'm very loving and affectionate with my daughters. And I had my nephew over for like a week. You know, he was in town. And my daughters are hugging me, and I'm hugging them, and I love you and all this stuff. And then he looks at me and goes, I want a hug. I said, hey, fist pump, bro. Come on. <laughs> You're good. I, I don't know if I'm going to be that way with my son you or his are. nephew. But I just felt like, no, dude, man up. There's no hugs. Yeah, come on, fist pump. Let's go. You're, you're good. We're good. A little pat on the back. So I, I don't know how psychologically having a boy is going to be for me. I think it will change when he gets out of that, that poop in the diaper. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm curious, you know, because I really don't. I don't know if I was that way, maybe because he's my nephew and not my son's son, or I just want my son to be manly, manly, man, man, son, you know? Duncan's so. 12-year-old, which I thought he would be like, oh, don't touch me, Daddy, literally cuddles with us on the couch. He's so lovey-dovey at 12. But Duncan's a very feminine, soft no, guy. I'm just saying, Compared I, don't, to me, I think that you'll be extremely lovey with him. You know, Duncan's, you know... It's, it's okay, never mind. You no, know, but no, I'm just saying Duncan's a little more sensitive human being than I am in that Yeah, fashion. but I still think that you'll have that... Relationship I don't know. With him. We'll find out. I think so. All right, Pete. Honestly, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate you always having on the show. We, let's do it more regularly. Yeah, I know. call in or time. I know. Unfortunately, in LA, we got to wake you up extra early to get on, but uh, we'll get you on the show and see how things are going down the road. 
And if you go on a tour as a roadie again, please let us know. I was told I, I would have came along just to video documentary it. I think that would have been great to see was Pete Johnson being a roadie for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Awesome stuff. And uh, real quick before we let you go, SNS, your social media thing, yeah. doubled its membership, got a great following, great guys out there. I'm on there regularly posting with the guys. It took off. The charitable aspect of the club is amazing. Yeah. Just good people. And, good group uh, of guys. I, I didn't have any idea it was going to be what it is. Uh, but uh, it's a cool thing to have. Good stuff. And a cool we, thing to be part of. So We appreciate it. So thank you. thanks once again to Pete Johnson and Havana Seller. Check out his products, all his stuff. Uh, definitely uh, worth smoking. Up ahead, our newest segment, we're going to test somebody from the crowd, and we're going to see who is smarter than a stripper. Courtesy of Spearman Rhino, West Palm Beach, right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 25 years of excellence in the cigar industry has allowed Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar to become household names. Going into their 26th year, they celebrate by rebranding one of their cornerstone lines, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Innovation in design and style makes NMC one of the most modern brands on the market today. Three different wrappers allow for this line to be an anytime smoke. Ecuadorian Connecticut for the morning, Nicaraguan Habano just after lunch, and a broadleaf Maduro for your nightcap. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars, 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. I am Matt Booth from Room 101. That's right, baby. Kiss My Ash Radio, a magnificent trek through degeneration, manipulation. Kiss My Ash Radio, I'm Matt Booth, and have a great, uh, whatever, have a great day. Good for you, GFY. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited Production, unlimited enjoyment. 
Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss Smash Radio. Honest Abe here with my gang Adam K and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting with a room full of people here live from the main cigar bar at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Lounge in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. And we are ready for one of our hottest and newest segments here at Kiss My Ash Radio. So what are you going to Vegas for? You going to win? I'm going to dance. Oh! Nice dress. Thanks. Have you bought it at Versace? Oh, yeah, Versace. I love Versace. <laughs> Me too. It's time to find out if you're smarter than a stripper. All right. Our newest segment, Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? Courtesy and brought to you by Spearmint Rhino of West Palm Beach, the official after-party location of the 2015 Great Smoke. Today we have with us the lovely Jay from Spearmint Rhino. Jay, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Well, thank you. You are looking mighty freakish today. Yes, I feel very freakish today, actually. Tell us a little bit about the costume that you still have on from last well, night, I assume. <laughs> it's Day of the Dead, Las Vidas del Martos, which is usually, I believe, um, celebrating someone that has passed on that you love and you want to remember them. So oh, you today, lost. But you're today's, done. A, today's actually all you're Saints done. Day. Tomorrow exactly. is Day of the Dead. Oh, she actually goes, you're finished. You sure you want to do this? Sure, why not? <laughs> I actually have a hangover, so I'm kind of stuck in my costume right You've now. You've been out all night, I I assume. woke up like this. <laughs> I'm Did sure you go to bed? Yes. You for 30 minutes. Passed out a little bit, maybe. For a little bit. All right. So you work at the Spearmint Rhino here in West Palm Beach? Yes. And if anyone of our listeners would like to meet the lovely Jay, what nights of the week are usually there? Well, actually, I work during the day. We start at oh, 11.30. Oh, daytime. Yeah. Ah, we I open like, 11.30. I like those daytime little breaks. We have a great lunch. Yeah. There you go. What is the what is, what is the deal they got during the day? They got a brunch over there? They got food? We have all different kinds of lunch specials every day. Great. One of our most popular is the um, Happy Meal. It's a burger, fries, and a large 16-ounce beer for 275. I like the I like yes. the phrase Happy the, Meal. The, I, I thought you were going to come up with a second word there, but that <laughs> meal slid its way in real quick. Well, I thought they, there was it, something else. What I always tell my customers is the toy is extra. The toy is it, extra. It stays there. there you you have to leave it there. You don't get to take this toy home. So before we start this segment, what's one of the craziest stories you could share with us that you've had at Spearman Rhino oh. that you can share? That I can share? Yes. Yeah, yeah, incident. She's looking for the manager. She's looking for the general manager. 
Wow. You know, uh, some crazy incident, a guy who smelled too bad, a guy who threw up all over me. What, you know, the, first and foremost, what would always be in my mind is the guy that he just didn't want anything to do with me. He wanted my shoes. Oh, one yes. of those. He was a shoe fetish Did he guy. offer to buy your shoes? Excuse me? Did he offer to buy your shoes? No, he wanted to lick on my shoes. Ew. He wanted me to take them off and hand them to him. Did you do it? I did. Ew. I mean, come on. If you're going to so touch something, touch my shoes, please. Don't he touch paid me. you to yes. take the shoes that you were walking along all the floor of the club with so yeah. he could lick them. Yeah. And I don't think he was carrying like a travel toothbrush or anything. No. Like that, so. Okay. That's that's an ew story. Yes. All right. Here we have one of our regular listeners, Al, actually uh, visitors. Alan, Alan, are you ready to see if you're smarter than a stripper? Sure. Why not? Are you feeling confident about this win here? Um, I'm, I'd be intimidated, actually. She sounds, you know, well, pretty sound of mind here. That's good. Put that gator education to the test, Alan. I didn't do very well at UF, but... You you graduated college? Yes. Did you graduate college? What do you consider graduate? Oh, did you go to college? Yes, I went. Did you finish? Finish Four class. years? Did you get your associate's degree? Okay, you have some college education. It took me five right? years. Some college, okay, we have yeah. some college education we'll that one. versus a college graduate. I'm excited to see this. Okay, here you go. Question number one. Jay, we're going to ask you to answer first. Okay. How long... Are you keeping score, Lady M? All right, here we go. How long is one regular term of a U.S. representative? A, one year. B, two years. C, three years. Or D, four years? I believe two years. It's two years. You are both correct. It is two years. What a science major. Question number two. Are these questions actually from Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Where's my producer? <laughs> no, he left. <laughs> I am not smarter than my own fifth grader. Here we go. Uh, question number two. Electrons have what kind of charge? A, positive. B, negative. C, neutral. Or D, domestic. I'm going to have you answer this one first. Uh, I'm going to guess negative. Okay. A, positive. B, negative. C, neutral. D, domestic. God, I'll have to go with positive. It is B negative. We have a one 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 point lead over with Alan Rubin. Here we go. The lovely Jay will ask you to answer this one first. Hoover Dam was built on what river? A the Colorado River, B the Mississippi River, C the Denver River, or D St. John's River. Oh, my. <laughs> Colorado. Considering it's All Saints Day, I'm going to go with St. John's River. That sounds good. Since Nevada's near Colorado, I'm going to go with A. Oh, you just sounded so smart saying that. Did anybody ask for your rationale? Just give me an answer. A, Colorado. A, Colorado. He's right. He's giving me play-by-play play action here. <laughs> Hey, you know, Colorado is like the Denver, the latitude, longitude. I'm going to have to go with Colorado, guys. Yes. All right, here we go. Number four. This, <laughs> Alan, you're going to answer this one first. How many millimeters are in a centimeter? Is it 100, 1,000, 10, or 10,000? 10. 10. It is 10. You are both correct. Jay, back on you, Lobby. Here we go. What is the capital of China? Is it Hong Kong? Is it Beijing? Is it Taipei? Or is it Shanghai? <sighs> Beijing. We're going with Beijing. Beijing. It is Beijing. 
Alan, this question is for you. What part of your body, what is the part of your body called that flops down over your windpipe <laughs> when you swaddle to keep food from going into your lungs? Okay? Is it A, your tongue, B, your trachea, C, the epiglottis, or D, your tonsils? B. B, trachea, and I'm going to ask you. Whoa, 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 yeah. What part of your body is called that flops over your windpipe when you swallow to keep the food from going into your lungs? Is it your tongue, your trachea, the epiglottis, or the tonsils? The tonsils. Mm. Oh, Epiglottis, no. you both got it wrong. Thought we had a chance there for a catch-up. I got season science. Are you are you getting this from Penhorst Forum? I right. swear I saw this question there. I swear it was the time. What we what we got? We got Alan two ahead right now. Yeah, five three. All right, five to three. We have three questions left. You can still win this, girl. Okay, I'm working on it. Here we go. Uh, this one goes to you. Number seven. True or false? Is a turtle an amphibian? No. True. It is false. I love it. <laughs> Reptiles. It's a reptile. Amphibian <laughs> breathes both water and air. Yeah. Turtles is a reptile. Well done. Ha! Nicely That's done. Terrible science. All right. Question number eight. This one's for you, my young man, Alan. According to the U.S. Constitution, the president is part of which three branches of the government? Executive. Well, showed a little overconfidence there. Do you think it's legislative, judicial, executive, executive, executive or magistrative? Executive. 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 Wait, wait. Nice tell. Great poker face. <laughs> that was like a premature equestulation. But it's still here. Right. Pending. Patent pending. I said equestulation. That's, I know. Oh. Patent pending. Oh, patent pending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Alan is premature I think equestulation. He's suffering from PE right now. Two questions left. Who, whose turn is it? Uh, Jay's Mine. turn. Jay, Alabama, Alabama is in what time zone? Eastern, Eastern Pacific Mountain or Central? Eastern. Central. It is Central. And the last question, but not least, how many U.S. states border the Pacific Ocean? Three, four, five. Three. Three. Five. Everybody forgets about Alaska and Hawaii. Alaska borders the Pacific Ocean and Hawaii. Yes. Five states borders. Jay, I'm sorry. Why this lava there right now? Does that even count? What? The lava they're having from the volcano in Hawaii. I mean, is it It counts. It's a state. It counts. Yes. Okay. Alan, yes, you have won. You are smarter than a stripper. Congratulations, sir. Welcome. You will get your smoking gift card. Jay, thank you for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio. Anyone who wants to check out the lovely Jay... Uh, visitor at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach, weekdays? Yes. Weekdays, weekdays. during the day. And uh, you could see if you're smarter than a stripper. I really thought you had him down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Who knows? They, they, we didn't know we were going to put you against Urkel they come, over here. They can test me out from 1130 to 8. They can test you out regularly. There you go. Yeah. When I don't have a hangover, we'll try this again. <laughs> there you go. Thank you to lovely Jay, courtesy of Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Up ahead, we're going to be Dr. Bones. How to Survive Ebola. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. 
Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Hi, I'm Petra the Babna. Mine is the Cigar King, which makes me the Cigar Princess. And you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The Oliva Family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by Smokey today and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. Here's a troubling fact. Your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is under siege by some form of smoking ban in every state in the Union. And federal S-chip legislation has increased taxes on cigars by over 52%. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is your voice across all levels of government, federal, state, and local in this great nation. Let your voice be heard. Join CRA for $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. 
Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. When you came in, the air went out And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are But before the night is through I want to do bad things with you Sit up in his room Heart sick and eyes filled up with blue True blood well, Terrible I, I liked season one And about season two you know, It started getting a little all over the place I think I'm gonna So admit, that's when I stopped I'm going to admit I got caught up Just trying to get. You no, know, I got caught up in up liking it in the beginning, and then probably watching it longer than I should have. Uh, you know, uh, once I got into the witches and yeah. all that, I probably should have. All of a sudden, I, I came back at one point. I'm like, "There's fairies and stuff," and I was like, "Wait, it's, fairies? Yeah, Why are there fairies?" But the the, the final the, the series finale was just terrible. But anyways, honest Abe here. We had a great show so far for you. Interesting, always as always, interview with Pete Johnson. Well done. Um, our segment. Getting popular, more popular by the day. Are you smarter than a stripper, Cursey, a Spearman Rhino? But now we have a very special guest for you. We have Dr. Bones in the house. Nurse Amy. And Nurse Amy, that's right. Lovely couple been on with us before. Welcome, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. How are you guys doing today? Doctor. Doctor. Oh, we're awesome. How are you guys? Hey, man. We're we're great. Hey, you gotta have me. You gotta have me on. uh, Are you smarter than a stripper? (laughs) As as a stripper. (laughs) I'm I'm Yeah, my my stripper name is Magic Joe, and I'm gonna be headlining. I just want to tell everybody, I'm gonna be headlining at the Sexy Stallion in Yeehaw Junction uh, this Saturday uh, or next Saturday rather, uh, midnight to 6 a.m. So uh, come see me. uh, Believe me. (laughs) <laughs> you will not be. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> I, I'm already waiting on bated breath. It's getting I'm bigger sold. by the minute. Very good. You know, doctor, if if you lose to a stripper with a PhD, it could be a very historic moment on Kismet Radio. <laughs> All of your books you wrote are out the window. <laughs> the next book will be by Doctor Bones. How I lost to a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doctor Doctor Bones and Nurse Amy. This country has gone Ebola crazy. I was saying earlier on that. Actually, Emily, you're Ebola paranoid. I am Ebola. She paranoid. is. I've I've heard her make comments. I won't go. Ebola is going around. I said, Are you nuts? I am. She I'm is, just super cautious. She I is really Ebola am. paranoid. I, my little four-year-old is running around the house saying, I have Ebola. I. What is going on in this country with this Ebola? Well, I'll tell you that people have really uh, gotten the gotten the bug. Luckily, they haven't gotten the actual Ebola bug, but uh, they are excited about uh, you know what it could mean. Uh, some people are are predicting uh, big community-wide outbreaks and things like that, and it looks like it really is farther couldn't be farther than the truth. 
I think that I think that Ebola itself is is going to be just like a sporadic case here and there in this country. And uh, since we already got burned a couple of times with the nurses in Dallas, I think that uh, we're jumping on this. Uh, at least, uh, you know, the hospitals are jumping on this uh, pretty darn well. I think we'll be able to contain any individual cases uh, without too much trouble. Is is this eventually going to go away? No, I think uh, in West Africa... No, I mean here in the U.S. Oh, oh. yeah, well, I think... No, no, it won't, because as long as there are people who volunteer to go over there, well, I shouldn't say volunteer, who are either made to go over there through the military or volunteer and they are Americans, they're going to come back to their home eventually. So there will always be that risk of somebody who doesn't know they have it and they travel back here. But I, I don't think this is going to affect the whole country. Now, right, right. The interesting no. question I have is Ebola was dormant and there hadn't been cases for the better part of 10 years. And they're still trying to track how it's actually transmitted and where it came from, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, I can tell you where it came from. It, ca- it came from uh, fruit bats that are called uh, flying foxes that uh, are that live in uh, both Central and Western Africa, and uh, they carry the virus. They don't get sick from the virus, so they carry it. So, you know, they live their normal lifespans uh, carrying the virus. But the thing that you that we don't realize is that these bats are part of the diet of the people in the, that live in these areas. I mean, oh, my I can, God. Yeah. yeah, they eat bush meat. This right. is part of their diet. Right. And so if you, if you eat bats, which I can, I actually have images of bats being fried, of being uh, roasted. Cooked, roasted over a, a 55-gallon drum, uh, you know, from, the West, from West Africa. And uh, when these bats, of course, you know, uh, poop on the grass, for example, an antelope for example, might eat the grass and might get the Ebola virus. They in the eat system. monkeys, too. And they, oh right, and they yeah. eat monkeys in West Africa, too, those are, and, and those are animals that actually could get sick from the virus. So it's just a chain reaction of things. But here's my question. Okay, it's a chain reaction. It, it, it's a, it's a, a virus that's pretty much loc- located geographically. Yeah. Why, why aren't we quarantining or mandatory checking anyone who travels to these areas before letting them back in the country. How well, long is it? If, if, I, if I pick up Ebola and I'm coming back to the States, what's the incubation period? How long before I will show symptoms like of Ebola? Well, it would be that the print of the posted incubation period is 2 to 21 days, and that means that 95% of people will show symptoms during that period of time. The average is. <clears throat> Uh, about eight to ten, and uh, there are about five percent of, of cases that actually have gone even beyond the twenty-one days that uh, you probably have seen published uh, all over the place. And the issue is, if somebody deals with an Ebola patient the day before they're going to travel home, obviously, even if there's a two-day incubation incubation period for that person, they're going to make it home before those two days are up. But why so, don't they implement a quarantine? Is that out of the question? I, I think uh, we agree. Actually, <laughs> well, I think the cor- I think the quarantines in general are are very precautionary measures. The quarantines have been used in uh, many disease outbreaks in the past. Uh, if 
if there were stronger quarantines, for, uh, for example, during the Spanish flu in 1918, they probably wouldn't have killed a couple of million people in this country. Yeah, I mean, but, if you choose to go to this country, know that when you come back, you're going to have to stay in a quarantine zone for three weeks. Right, it's a choice of yours. That's it. To figure it out. Yeah, this is, this, is the simp- this is the simple truth about this, is that if you're volunteering to go over there to help Ebola patients, this means that you're signing up to handle on a daily basis the blood of these people, the vomit of these people, the feces of these people, the urine of these people. If you're Ooh. signing up for that, how is it really that terrible for you to sign up to hang out at home for the most part for 21 days? And watch movies back? and have pizza delivered? I mean, yeah. how, how difficult Sign me that up. Work? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you know, I mean, Adam wants to go so he can be quarantined. I'll take a quarantine. You know, I, mean, I could use some time right, off. It, it, it's not. It doesn't sound like such a bad thing. People would would love for someone to say, "Hey, you can't come to work for 21 days. Just hang out at your house in your pajamas. No big deal." I mean, it's not so bad. Now, the other side of it is keeping them within that country in a quarantine area for 21 days, and I'm sure everyone would refuse to do that because they want to yeah. get home. Right. But yeah. that would actually be the safest thing. 21 days after your last exposure to an Ebola patient, because checking your temperature. You know, two days after you've seen a bullet patient, it, it's just not enough. It, well, it's not they, enough time. They can't do a blood test if, if the virus no. is... That won't show until it won't incubates, show. yeah. Wow. No, it, it, but, the, but the problem is the virus starts multiplying, and there's a certain point of it multiplying that it will actually cause up. symptoms and also show up on the blood test. Now, I'm sure our testing is going to get better and better. I'm already hearing, you know, it used to take uh, 48 hours, and then it took 24, now it's 12, and I think, you know, there's a bunch of companies yeah. trying to come up with these Ebola tests. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the FDA just approved the test. It's not, not out yet, but uh, a test that would tell you in two hours if See, there's Ebola. You know, I mean, at some wow. point we're going to have something, you know, you, you put in the mouth, you swab the mouth, and, and within 15 seconds you know whether that patient has Ebola, which is it's going to be great, but they could still have it and not show up on a blood test for a few, for until they become right. symptomatic. Right, right. Now, I know Lady M's dying to ask this question. Is there anything that she or the average citizen should be doing to protect themselves or be worried about Ebola? You know, Ebola? Yeah, I mean, you, you should wash your hands a lot. And uh, I think that hand washing... Uh, Soap and water, uh, alcohol-based hand sanitizer. I walk around with hand sanitizer in my car, oh, my purse, and my desk, everywhere I go. And you probably don't get sick very often. And, right. <laughs> no, I'm, I have a pretty good immune system. Good. Well, that that is actually the other part of it, is building your immune system, decreasing stress, increasing your sleep, making sure that you eat a healthy diet, all of these lead to a better immune system. So, Lady M, what you're doing already by having hand sanitizer on your person uh, most of the time and using it on a regular basis, you're already doing a pretty good job of, of preventing Ebola. Now, of course, the other thing that people just can't seem to stop doing is to touch their face with their hands. Everybody yes. does it. You know, you, you take a look at anybody that that you know for the next 30 minutes and see how many times they <laughs> put their face on their hands. right now. Right. Yep, there Scratch you go. your nose, touch your eye, move your hair. Women, what we tend to do is move our hair out of our face. If you don't have it in a clip, we're always moving the hair out of our face because it tickles. Right. <laughs> so. Now, this is, this is, so don't do that. I mean, this is good advice, I mean, for Ebola, but it's good advice to... For the daily protect. health, yeah. 
right. Right, and protect against things like influenza. I mean, I can tell you that we're probably not going to have a community-wide outbreak of Ebola in uh, South Florida. But right. I can but I can tell you that there will be a number of cases of influenza in South Florida this winter. And you could protect yourself against that, which is going to be much more likely to happen by just following the same things I just mentioned for Ebola. And more people die every year from influenza than we actually publish. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, because they don't get diagnosed. Or, or they'll, what they'll do is they'll end up with a secondary infection, pneumonia, and then they'll put the pneumonia as the cause of death. But they don't put the fact that they were immunocompromised or their immune system was down, knocked down because of the flu, and then they got pneumonia. So the original cause of death was the flu. Right. The, so, C- the CDC, by the way, is predicting a pretty bad flu season this year. It's, they, they've identified the flu strain as H1N1. That's the swine flu. And that caused uh, quite a bit of, uh, quite a few deaths uh, during the uh, uh, epidemic in 2009. There was an epidemic of this. Yep. Well, listen, uh, tell all our listeners, anyone who's interested in purchasing your new book, um, The Ebola Survival Handbook, um, and you got many other great, interesting books. Where can our listeners go and find your books? Well, they can find it. They can pre-order it on Amazon. It's going to be out in the next week. Um, our original book, which is the Survival Medicine Handbook, A Guide for When Medical Health is Not on the Way, is also on also on Amazon. And that was published last year before the Ebola outbreak. And so we wanted to put out uh, a book, a short guide, that would tell you all about Ebola and what you can do as the average person uh, to to prevent uh, becoming a victim of it, uh, so that as, as sort of a supplement to our main survival uh, medicine handbook. Okay, and, so find it on Amazon. And the, the full name, just so you can find, there's a lot of Ebola books on Amazon now. The Ebola Survival Handbook by Joseph Alton, MD. Right, and MD tells you what you need to know. And Dr. Joe and Dr. Amy, what's your website so people can learn more about the both of you? Yeah, you'll find over 600 uh, articles on medical preparedness for any disaster at www.doomandbloom.com. Not doom and bloom. Oh, dot net, dot net. Dang, I don't even know our website. Got it. Doom and bloom, not doom and gloom. Doomandbloom.com, but it's not active. Doomandbloom.net. www.doomandbloom.net. Dr. Joe, Dr. Amy, Nurse Amy, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. Can't wait to have you guys again on the show. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Be you safe. Too. Take care. Take care. Thank up you. A- Bye-bye. Up ahead, don't go anywhere. We're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum this week. Brought to you by CLE Cigars. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Las Vegas, LA, West We're always the city's most exclusive hotspot. The only true five-star experience with incredibly beautiful women from around the world. We're the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentlemen's club. This Saturday, join the world-famous Rhino Girls from 10 a.m. to noon at the Boynton Beach Smoke Inn. Saturday the 25th, it's the Rhino UFC 129 party with $100 absolute bottles. October 27th, witness a $6,500 bartender challenge. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail. We're the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. The lovely Lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. 
four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke-In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke-In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke-In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. This is Pete Hernandez with the Hernandez Brothers, and listening to Kiss My Ash Radio is better than eating a meatball sub. Well, almost. Truly bold cigars like a good story. It's perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. This is Experience it. the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
we're back now for another fantastic episode. <laughs> I'm Dave here, broadcasting uh, live from the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, with my crew, Adam K and the lovely Lady M. And uh, Lady M, we have some jokes that were posted uh, today for yes. the re- recluse joke trivia. This is our five for to win a five pack of uh, recluse cigars from our good friends at Recluse. Okay, so I'm, best joke knockout. What, I'm are, gonna, what are the jokes? The I'm going to read the two best jokes. The two best ones I like. Here this is from Jeff H. Attending a wedding for the first time, a little girl asks her mom, why is the bride dressed in white? Mom responds, because white is the color of happiness and today is the happiest day of her life. The girl thought for a moment then asked, so why is the groom wearing black? (laughs) (laughs) How true. Okay. All right. That one or? Joke number two. Kyle S. A deaf couple is trying to come up with a sign to use at night to tell each other if they want to have sex or not. The woman says, if you want to have sex, squeeze my left breast once. If not, squeeze it twice. The guy replies, if you want to have sex, tug me once. If not, do it 186 times. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the wedding joke. I'll go with the wedding joke. All right. Two, what are you, two out of three. What do you All like? Right. Yeah, I like the wedding joke. Jeff H. Jeff H., you have won the best joke knockout of Recluse Trivia. You're getting your five-pack of cigars. And now it's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Yeah, this one's pretty bad. Heather Hodges, 28 years old, was sentenced to three years in prison. Why, you ask? A judge deemed your actions unthinkable. James Bailey McKeegan, 13 years old, was surprised when the assistant principal of Magnolia Junior High pulled him from his gym class and asked to search his bag. McKeegan didn't hesitate, handed his handbag right over, and was stunned when the administrator pulled out a 9mm Smith & Wesson handgun. The school asked for the sheriff's office investigator to interview McKeegan. The student faced criminal charges and expulsion but insisted he didn't know where the gun, how the gun got there. He was very believable, the principal said. When he saw the gun, his face turned stark white. Attention turned to McKeegan's family and quickly, quickly focused on Heather Hodges, who was McKeegan's father's live-in girlfriend. Yeah, way to go, Dad. The retired investigator Mike Price interviewed Hodges and was immediately doubtful of McKeegan's guilt. Initially, we wanted to know what was McKeegan's intent with the pistol. Did he bring it to school to harm someone or just to show it off to his friends? He insisted that he didn't even knew there was a gun there and the school uh, had begun alerting the gun's presence by... The school was alerted, excuse me, to the gun's presence by an anonymous phone call. It's not the typical way a gun is found on the premise of a school, Price said. That going along with what McKeegan had consistently told me made me very suspicious. After interviewing Hodges, she finally confessed she planted the gun on this 13-year-old's backpack. Ironically, she tried to get McKeegan in trouble for bullying her own children, ages 7 and 4. So wrong. Phenomenal parental skills here. So wrong. Phenomenal parental skills. Hodges pleaded guilty to unlawful carrying of a weapon in restricted premises in exchange for a dismissal of the two lesser charges. She was sentenced to prison earlier this week. McKeegan's life will never be the same, Judge told Hodges in his sentencing. It bothers me greatly. I have a bigger issue, and, the, and that's the school. 
Children going to school need to feel safe. They don't need to be worried about having guns show up at school. This is not Beirut. This is Montgomery County, Texas. For whatever reason you decide to blame that child, I find it irrelevant. The fact that you are not on drugs or have a major personality disorder puts you in the category of being someone I will call evil. What a judge. I love this judge. Yeah, right? McKeegan has since moved to Louisiana to live with her mother. You, Miss McKeegan, are without a doubt belong in a cigar insane asylum. Brought to you courtesy of CLE Cigars and Asylum Cigars. There's another great episode of Kiss Mash Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Big thanks to Pete Johnson and the Hernandez brothers for uh, being out here this morning. Also to Spearman Rhino of West Palm Beach and the lovely Jay. Visit her during the week, weekdays at Spearman Rhino, West Palm Beach. And my traditional closing, life is short. Never be afraid to express how you feel because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigars. Life is short. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. Take my big cigar. My cigar.